You've created your business and now it's time to protect it. Whether it's your podcast, speaking engagements that you do virtually or live on in-person stages or the community that you've built, you want to make sure that what you've created is taken care of and well protected. This is where AWB contract templates come in. They're customizable, quick and easy to complete and cost a fraction of working with a lawyer one-on-one. They have tons of options available so you can choose the ideal one for your business needs. It's an instant download. You get a Word doc template, you fill in the blanks and in about 20 minutes, you're all done. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash contracts today to pick out your new business contracts. And when you check out, be sure to use the code PLAY for 20% off your contract purchase. That's P-L-A-Y in all caps for 20% off. Protect your business with AWB contract templates. It's time to have a presence and public reputation that unapologetically flaunts the fire that fuels your brand. Say goodbye to stereotypes and one-size-fits-most tactics as your visibility marketing and branding finally begin to attract the right people, your people. This is marketing from the inside out. This is the Font Your Fire podcast. I am your host and CEO of Font Your Fire, India Jackson, and today I am joined by my co-host, Erica Corday. Erica Corday is a coach and consultant for CEOs who want to more fearlessly lead through their values, and her approach to imperfect allyship allows leaders a safe space to admit that they don't have all the answers. And this really grants permission to ask questions that people can't explore elsewhere. It's one of the reasons that we partnered together and created our online community, Pause on the Play, the community. And we really dive deeper into that community, into challenging conversations about the cornerstones of her work, diversity, equity, and inclusion. You know, we allow leaders to engage in vulnerable topics. We explore privilege and we then integrate their values into their businesses. And I really just guide people into how they now bring this into their marketing. How do they bring this into their branding? And from there, they're able to see results that never would have happened from playing it safe. And so I'm bringing this episode to you because I think it is so important to acknowledge that there is an upside to showing up as you are. There is an upside to owning who you are, what you value, what you stand for. And as she says, drop the veil, but I'm also going to say, remove the filters. And when we do that, we're able to attract as we say in the intro every episode, the right people, your people, instead of the people who are just going to lurk or to never purchase or to never share what it is that you have to say or your products or your services. We are now doing things strategically. We are now showing up and showing more of who we are to attract people who are aligned with that. So there's going to be a lot of takeaways from this episode, I am sure. As I'm kind of stepping in this one, is kind of interviewing her as more of a client of mine because I do a lot of her marketing work for her and really just showing what her journey has looked like into showing up as she is and how that has changed who she's attracted. All right, let's get the show on the road. 
Welcome back to the show, Erica. Thank you. Thank you. So I know we've been having a lot of conversation around some of my core values as a person and then also like where this ties in to the business and how it views the world, Um, especially because we both started working with the messaging strategist that has really just helped us to clarify the thoughts that were already in our head and put them Mm -hmm. in some buckets to live in. Yes. And when I decided to dive into a conversation about showing up as you really are, I couldn't think of a client that does that better than you. So. Well, thank you. I'll take that. (laughs) It wasn't always like that. That's for sure. You are welcome. And yeah, definitely. I, I think of you first because I've seen your journey. Um, That word is so overused, but I've seen just your path and your evolution from I hate social media to coming on social media very raw and very um, vulnerable in multiple different ways. So one of the things that I've noticed that you've done is at some point you got to a place where you were comfortable writing some really raw and real things that many people have a hard time saying period, let alone saying publicly, and then eventually allowing yourself to slowly start to bring some of this content to your social media, as well as to your podcast. Um, Could you give me, or really give the audience, because I know, some insight (laughs) (laughs) into that path of getting to that place where you're willing to write these things? So... I'm I'm going to first say that a, a big chunk of it that I think was definitely helpful is something that I hear you tell your audience more and more. And it's when you're in that place and the emotion hits or the inspiration hits um, and just kind of like you are feeling it differently, just getting it down. And so I've had a lot of times where if it's there, I get it down. And if it needs to be altered, if it needs to be edited, if it needs to sit, and let the flames burn off for a second because sometimes I am highly pissed and irritated when <laughs> things come up because of the area that I work in. You know, it could be something that needs to be said that could have very easily come from something uh, problematic. And so it, I, part of it has been being at that point of being able to actually just write it and for myself then stepping into a place of, for me, considering myself a writer because. I started with poetry and over the years that kind of evolved, but I was always very hesitant to use that title for myself. And as I begin to step into more of my diversity, equity, and inclusion work, and I was actually writing things that were documenting the things that I was seeing happening around me, the types of emotions that clients were experiencing, and just having to kind of go through that, that was a piece of it because what I do can't really be edited. If it's edited, it doesn't work. And so it was what it was. And then from there I could, you know, use it in a way that worked. But 
I had to get to a point where I felt more comfortable being able to just be and any of the reservations, chucking them in the fuck it bucket because they weren't going to help me or possible clients, any of the imperfect allies, people trying to be in imperfect action. That's, it's not how I work and it's not what I do. So I really had to remind myself if this isn't what I would do with a client, then why would I let that get in the way of how I show up? Yeah. I mean, that's so true is, you know, that whole old phrase of like, you know, you have to get high on your own supply when it comes to business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Practice what you preach. And I feel like I've seen like this huge evolution with your content. Um, From my perspective, it started with seeing you writing some more vulnerable pieces Um, and honestly allowing yourself, like you said, to sit on them and decide when you're ready to bring that into things that are forward facing. Um, But then at some point, like you started being like, my homegirl, like to be able to be like, yes, this is a client that I know every week is going to get on Instagram stories. And I'm like, I've, I've seen it happen, but it's just interesting. And I'd love for you to share where you started <laughs> with showing up on video on Instagram and then kind of guide us a little bit through where you are now. <laughs> Ooh, child. Okay. So first of all, let me say that when I first did it, this is when In my opinion, Instagram did look a little bit different. And I think I still had internalized that I had to do that, which was very curated, very like, here's my background, here's my filter. I have a full face of of makeup and, you know, not a hair is out of place. Like, again, just very like the, the fake picture of what people will tell you an influencer is. And so... I kind of was still giving myself the story of I had to be perfect to do this and perfect as far as every aspect of it, Um, which was nothing but another reason to procrastinate. Like you don't realize it in the moment, but that's what it is. Thank you for saying that. It it (laughs) is facts. It's full (laughs) procrastination. And I realized that it was... it wasn't helpful to me and it wasn't setting the type of example that I wanted to set for clients. I wouldn't want someone to feel like you have to show up perfectly and that's not what I would coach someone around. So I can't do that either. And so when I was kind of really moving into Erica Corday from Silver Immersion, it really did become this, wait, if I don't recommend being perfect and having that imperfection as, as something that keeps you in action, I had to live by it as well. And it started small with, okay, I'll just do some stories and, you know, my, you know, I don't write scripts. First of all, let me start. I've never done that. I'm going to say what I'm going to say and it's going to be what it's going to (laughs) be. And I usually don't record a whole bunch of times. It is what it is. And in the beginning I did use filters because it got me to that point of doing it. And at one point, Yes, you lovingly kicked me in my ass and the filters went away. (laughs) (laughs) So real talk, that was exactly what happened. And I I don't use them. And so I literally show up as I am completely. And so I've had times where something would come up and I'm literally sitting in my daughter's room folding laundry and I would record that. Um, When I chose to go live and kind of give my talk around my exhaustion as a black woman in America 
with everything that was happening with Ahmaud Aubrey, you know, as a woman, as a parent, and again, as a black woman, like that just was what it was. And that ended up also, you know, me starting into IGTV. And it really was just me doing and saying what it was and remembering that the worst that was going to happen is it was terrible and I took it down, but that I needed to say what I needed to say because there's a lot of power and this is not just me tooting my horn, but toot toot. Um, <laughs> and when I get unfiltered and I am just saying what I think and what I feel and I let that go, that is a huge part of my selling point as an individual and um, a business owner. Like that's a part of why people choose me because there's a lot there and there's a lot of passion with that and letting that come through was definitely a part of it. And you know, these things, a, a lot of them, you know, they'll go into highlights. They end up supporting other people. They become content. They become podcast topics. They spark workshops. They spark what other people say, can you come in my community and do workshops around? That has Absolutely. happened multiple times and there's multiple of them coming up around that kind of thing. So while it can seem like, oh, you just went in stories. No, that's a part of my marketing strategy. It just so happens that the strategy has less planned strategy to it. And that's actually what makes it work, in my opinion. Thank you so much for saying that, because I think it's important for people to hear that you are using a feature on Instagram that only lasts for about 24 hours as a way to experiment. But mm -hmm. when things work there, when things have impact there, you don't let them live and die there. You're repurposing them into IGTV, into captions, into workshops, into conversations in our private community pals on the play. And yep. I was just thinking that honestly, there's a lot of stuff that gets talked about that is either sparked from the community um, or it kind of gets that fire where it's like, oh, yeah, that let's talk about that. And it's important to know that that's a, again, it's a part of the process. Yeah. And I, I think that when a lot of people can hear experimentation happening, they see that and they detach it from being strategic, but it's actually incredibly strategic because you are reverse engineering what you want to be known for, Erica. And when I think of you, I think of imperfect allyship. I think of imposter syndrome and I think of imperfect action. So a lot of you showing up in stories imperfectly, not worried about your makeup, not worried about your hair, not worried about if the kids' clothes are in the background or the car mm -hmm. seats in the background or whatever that might be, is you are strategically showing people what it looks like, even when it's in a very subconscious or subliminal way, to show up imperfectly and take imperfect action and speak imperfectly about what's on your mind right now. It has a fire under your ass. You're doing it in a very organic way through stories, but then we break that down and strategically choose what is going to get repurposed into something bigger. That's huge. Well, so, and it's funny because you don't always realize what sticks, but I had a, <laughs> I've had people that are like, wait a minute, you haven't you you haven't done any, any of the videos recently with the car seat because I would occasionally <laughs> be in my car and I have two kids so you can see the booster seats behind me and I'm like good morning me in the car seat as you can see I've dropped the kids off and I'll go into whatever I have to say and then for whatever reason people are like hey man, where's the car seat what are you, what are you doing I need the car seat 
So I want to point out there that there's power and consistency because what you are saying is so true. And your audience, you've actually took the time to build a relationship with them enough to where they feel comfortable to ask you, where's the car seat? Mm-hmm. But there's something to be said about that, that when they've gotten used to seeing you at a certain amount of times and in a certain way, they notice when they're not getting that anymore and they miss it. Um, yeah. I also think it's interesting to see how, could you walk me through how you feel like your, um, your followers may have evolved over time from the beginning of I'm going to wear the makeup and have the filters to, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to show up unfiltered and I'm going to say what's on my mind. Take it or leave it. You don't like it? Bye. (laughs) That's a big chunk of what has happened. I have had the people that started and that, for lack of a better way to put it, I had some of the people that wanted to look like they were doing the work. And now those people are phasing themselves out because I am holding less and less space for people that want to do faux work. Yeah. Look at me. I'm doing all the things, right? No, I'm not actually doing anything. I'm just making it look like I am psych. Just joking. And so those people have begun to phase themselves out because they're not comfortable with me anymore. They don't feel like they can hide. And so the people that are there are more open and honest and authentic. And even regardless of where they are on their journey, they are at that place of wanting to step into doing more and they don't want to just look like they're doing it. They don't want to just convince themselves, you know, the, the, the fake allyship. See, right. Look, I have a black friend, that kind of thing. Uh Uh-uh. And so there's been a lot less of that. And there's been a lot more people speaking up that, and honestly, I have a small but mighty and extremely engaged group of people that are like loyal, very loyal, very engaged, very active. And the most active posts that I have on any social media platform or through the podcast are the ones where you are getting the full-blown, fuck it, I ain't sorry, and I said what I said, and I meant it. And people respond to it, because it's not me saying fuck it for the sake of saying it. There's a purpose for it. There's an intentionality to it. And there's a response to it that really speaks to the fact that people are looking for that honesty around things that it's tough to talk about, let alone to be honest with. And so that works really well. Because again, I've gotten more and more people that have either continued their journey and grown with me, continued to fake their journey and fallen off, or more people that are like, oh, I'm interested. Like, you're not going to make me feel bad about what I'm doing, but you'll call bullshit if necessary as well. I think there's something to be said about that. We talk here all the time about like what you're putting out determines what you attract. And this is why it's so important to be strategic about your marketing strategy, about your visibility strategy, and to show up in a way that you also want to receive. And what I'm hearing is letting go of some of those filters, showing up as more raw. Um, Actually, one of the posts that comes to mind for me as having a ton of engagement is just a selfie of you on the airplane, almost no makeup, Mm -hmm. talking about trauma, you know, and you got so much engagement on that post. But it was the it was you. There was no fanciness to it. There was nothing nope. overly like produced about it. Even though we have some gorgeous photos of you that both I and other photographers have taken, 
um, that post of just the real raw uncut Erica saying what's really on her mind and heart attracted people to you to come out of the woodworks and leave comments that were real raw and from their heart too. And I think it's important to anybody listening to hear that if that's what you want to attract people who are ready to do the real hard work, as Erica calls it, the work. But I mean, you're diving into challenging things like diversity, equity, inclusion, um, racism, sometimes even death and murders of black bodies and of different cultures and cultural appropriation. This requires people who are willing to go in places that most are not. And so to see you kind of do that in a subtle way and gradually build on that instead of what I think many people will tell you you need to do is rip the Band-Aid off. You know, Mm -hmm. we've allowed you to evolve in what you're doing. It also allowed your followers to evolve and your audience to evolve and who's hiring you to work with you to evolve too. Well, and I want to acknowledge something else about like this particular post that you mentioned, because that particular post did address trauma, um, but it actually didn't give a lot of specifics around like what my trauma was, if I'm remembering it correctly. But I felt like the people that showed up in the comments were fully giving like, this was my experience and this is what I went through and this was so hard and this was how I healed. And to me, it's, it's a, it's reflective of, if you think about like music, when you hear a song, that person had whatever the thought was when they made it, but whatever you take from it is the power of music is you being able to listen to it and to see how does it strike you and it can strike you different at different moments and how you're able to show up with it. And that post gave, you know, the community, you know, within my followers on social media, the opportunity to feel comfortable enough with me to be vulnerable and to show up with where they were and what they've experienced and to want to be able to create that connection with me. Yes. I mean, you had people share things on that post that I never knew about them. But Mm -hmm. I also want to say it doesn't always have to be like these really deep things. So like we did a post a few weeks ago, maybe, maybe even a month ago by the time this is released, um, where you talked about a tattoo that you have. And mm-hmm. we had so many people come out and say, oh, you know, my tattoo story, or we're going to have to yes. talk about that privately because it's so embarrassing. But <laughs> even then, like, this is just what you can publicly see, you know, mm-hmm. that we're not going into what people privately send you based mm-hmm. on you being able to show up and give a little bit more of who you are. Correct. Correct. So much power in that. (laughs) I know. I I just, I appreciate the fact that I have evolved a lot. Um, You've supported me in that growth, but you've also helped me in having a a format to take what can sometimes feel like, you know, the mad scientist stuff in my head and actually make it intentional (laughs) because that's the kind of, you know, creative genius curse a little bit where it's like, here, here's all the things. And it's like, what the ham sandwich is this? (laughs) Because that's not how my brain works with it. But that is where it does meet well with your brain. And you're able to really see how to take something that is powerful, but to make it its most powerful in how it's done. And it's not just, you know, the what or the why anymore. That how makes it so that the what and the why don't have to get swallowed up in everything else just because, you know, the the algorithm decided to eat you today. How can we <laughs> be purposeful with this? 
Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I definitely love the technical things that most people hate. So, <laughs> And I love you for that because honestly, it's a lot, but it, but it makes sense because then I'm allowed to do the things that I do when I do them well, which is why you have to let people stay in their zone of genius. But that's where you do need support in order to be able to truly make it work and to maximize your efforts. Yes, yes. So I know that you have an important interview. Mm-hmm. So we're going to wrap this up. But as always, I'm definitely going to ask, like, what's the one thing that you'd want someone to take away from this conversation? I talk so much about imperfect action and, you know, don't come sue me, Nike, but I'm going to say the just do it imperfectly type of thing because <laughs> um, don't tell yourself that you can't because fill in the blank. You know, don't tell yourself you're not ready because fill in the blank, because what's the worst that's going to happen? It, it's it's not the end. It's not failure. It is trial and error. So give yourself an opportunity to actually test and find out what works, what you like, and what those different iterations of it can be. So literally just be in action imperfectly. I love having Erica here on the podcast. And there's just always so many great takeaways from the conversations that we have together, both here at the Flaunt Your Fire podcast, as well as over on the Pause on the Play podcast, where we dive more into those diversity, equity, and inclusion conversations. Um, and I am her co-host there, which is quite fun. But there's one thing that I wanted to um, bring your attention back to today after hearing this interview is that authenticity really is who you are. You know, if you're being an authentic person, if you're taking authentic action, if you're showing up fully as yourself, having a strategy does not change that. It actually can enhance that. It's one of the biggest misconceptions that I hear is, well, planning is going to make me not be me anymore, or planning is going to change how I show up. And Erica's really proof that it does the exact opposite. It allows you to be even more of yourself because when you feel so inspired to create content from the heart that people can feel, you now have a plan and a strategy on how to repurpose that when you were at your most authentic self. And so I just want to bring that back to you because something that comes up so much um, in conversation with people both in our community, um, as well as in private conversations and questions with me of how do you be more authentic online and really having a strategy and having a structure to how you're approaching your social media can allow you to be more authentic and to build deeper and more meaningful relationships instead of hiding behind the perfection. All right. If you're listening to this episode, The one thing I would love for you to do is head over to pauseontheplay.com and check out our community. It's pauseontheplay.com slash community. And there you will learn a lot more about what we have to offer. This is a joint venture between myself and Flaunt Your Fire, as well as Erica Corday's brand. And together we have created this community that allows you to collaborate with other leaders in a safe space to support diversity, equity, inclusion, and do it with intention for impact. 
So if you're looking or seeking connection with others that are building momentum by integrating their values into their efforts, if you are looking for a safe space to have open dialogue, ask the questions, be supported in taking imperfect action. This is exactly where you belong. Erica comes to you at least once a month with a live coaching call and she is giving individualized attention to the members of our community by diving into their deepest questions about diversity, equity, inclusion, but also about life, right? Because at some point, all coaching becomes life coaching and we think that diversity, equity, inclusion starts out you know, as a businessy thing, if I want to have more diversity in my clientele or in my staff or my team, but very often we find that this starts to come into our personal life too. And she's there to support you along the way with all of that and the imposter syndrome and need for perfection that can come along with that. And on my side, I'm coming to you at least once a month with some very strategic prompts and some trainings on how to get your visibility to the next level. Um, Right now in the community, one of the things that we've been talking about is podcasting and really being intentional about why you want to be on podcast and where you should be showing up. And is that audience going to be an audience that are the kind of people that you want to attract? Because, you know, it's great to be visible, but we want to make sure that We're maximizing our visibility efforts with intention instead of being in all the places, picking strategic places that will lead us to the result we desire most. So these are some of the kind of things that we're doing there. And, you know, I'm just been so proud and so excited to see our community evolve. I mean, we launched this community right at the beginning of the quarantines happening for COVID-19. Uh, We had already planned the launch then. (laughs) It was kind of crazy to launch in the middle of that when nobody's paying attention to sales items. Um, But I've just been so proud to see people show up and to be vulnerable and to really support each other at a time where support is needed, Um, not just emotionally, but also through helping promote each other's products and services and sending referrals. Because again, with COVID-19 quarantines, a lot of Our clientele and our community members have had a lot of shifts in their business, um, especially those that have physical products. So it's been an interesting thing to see a community that hasn't existed for very long. I mean, really just since March, like end of March was our hard launch um, to support each other and to show up for business and for some challenging conversations about racism and microaggressions and gaslighting, just a really deeply connected community. I'm so, so proud to see not just how they show up for each other, but also the growth that they've had in their own businesses and in their own journeys. And I'd love to share with you some feedback that we've had from one of our members. He said, everything I had been thinking and everything that had been grating on my nerves, but I couldn't quite figure out why they validated I've since hired them for coaching and consulting, and they're so good at what they do. They're excellent listeners, they provide me with small actions and deadlines, and they hold me accountable. I desperately needed all of those things. Thank you, Erica in India. And I want to say thank you to our community member, Kristen Channel of Channel Creative LLC. She's been a wonderful addition to the room. She brings such great conversation and value. And can I just say, like, she's an amazing writer and she has a very bold point of view 
and is willing to say the difficult things and show up even when life gets challenging. So if you are someone, you know, giving her a little shout out here that is looking for a writer that loves ghostwriting and helping you edit your books, specifically she loves working with people who are working on autobiographies and memoirs as well. I would definitely check her out at Channel Creative, Channel Creative LLC. You can also find her on Instagram at Kristen Channel. She's a wonderful, wonderful addition to our room. And if you are looking to meet more people like Kristen, we have a very diverse group of business owners. We were very intentional about making sure that we had people from all different backgrounds in the room, all different ethnicities, genders. We even got a few men in there. So it is a very safe space to show up as you are and to get multiple viewpoints and support from many different types of people who are excited and proud to share business and clients and referrals with you. You can learn more about our community at pauseontheplay.com. Pauseontheplay.com slash community will take you directly to the information page about the room. And might I add that right now we are having a special where our room is only $97 a month because we know that businesses may be having a hard time right now. So it's a great opportunity for under $100 a month to really get some extra support from Erica and I and from the community members themselves. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I highly encourage you to subscribe. We have some amazing episodes heading your way. I am having some really cool guests on, and I am bringing back some conversations to you that I've been having privately that I think are going to bring a lot of value into how you see your visibility marketing strategy. Like, how you're actually going about wrapping your mind around showing up in a way that is going to get you the results you're looking for. See you in the next episode. Ready to get clear on what matters? Let's do this. From implicit to explicit is a framework that helps you to get clear on what matters and how it informs the way you live and lead in your workplace. Whether it's focusing on the team building and connection that can happen when you talk about what matters to you as a person or how it informs the outcomes that you seek in your business, it can all completely change the game. Having clarity on what your values are and how this shapes the way your work creates the foundation for every action that you take, and then sharing this information across your team explicitly. This is what creates confidence and integrity in what it is that you are creating and sharing with the world. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash explicit to learn more about this collaborative and interactive workshop and sign up today. Ready to lead through your values?